By the time I reached Land's End, I had renounced prayer. The gods no longer spoke to me. Standing there, wind whipping my skirts, looking toward Jindo, I couldn't help but think of the legend. Why not if doing so would delay me? I welcomed even a pause of ten heartbeats. I could slice open my palm, apply a red pepper poultice to the wound, yet the pain in my heart would exceed that ten thousand times. If only the gods had spoken that day. If only I had seen their silence as disapproval. But as we say, wheat bows its head deeper as it ripens. This means, Kendra Jinju McGregor, wise people are humble. On that day, I was neither wise nor humble. Instead, I stood at the end of the land, unable to move forward, unable to retreat, and recalled the legend. Long ago, in the time of the dragons, so the old ones say, a streak of hungry tigers drove the villagers from their homes. Grandmother Bong fled, but churning seawater surrounded her so she could not cross to Modo Island, where her family had rafted to safety. At the end of the land, Grandmother wailed and prayed, prayed and wailed. That night, the Sea King appeared in her dream. Tomorrow, he told her, follow the rainbow. In the morning, a ribbon of dazzling colors rose over the waters. As Grandmother stepped forward, the Sea King parted the waves. A walking path broke through the waters all the way to her family on Modo Island. Every year since then, the sea splits for one hour on one day in the fourth lunar month, and the mysterious path between the islands appears. That's where I paused, unable to do what I came here to do. The sand beneath my feet was dry, but time was short. Below the cloud layer, a muted gray sky pressed into the sea, pressed into my heart. I fingered a triton I had fished from the rocks. I didn't bend my ear to the shell, in case the ocean echo no longer chuffed inside its delicate coils. Kneeling, I kissed the baby's ear, nuzzled the soft down on his head, and offered him the shell. Hung you, listen, I said. But he was distracted. Following his upward gaze, I spied a white-tailed eagle arcing her wings. No doubt she had cached her chicks beneath her. I should have seen that as my sign. An eagle protects her young. In this way, my older sister had implored me to protect Han Gyu. As she lay dying, a knee held my hand.
Tell me you will raise my son. My tongue lay like a sleeping dragon in a rocky cave. Ani raised herself on one elbow. Promise me. Take my son to a village where we, our class, are not known. You have money. Purchase him a good name. She clasped my arm in a fierce grip, a strength I had not seen in life. A pity she had not the strength to fight the devilish Japanese soldier. Promise me, she said. Her fingers loosened. Younger sister, I wanted to say, this is nonsense. You will not die. But that was impossible, since I could foresee her future. If only I had foreseen my own.